sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a dime from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in Birdland. It's Anson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. And we've made it to good old June. And just like that, uh, May, our favorite migration month, has come to a close. But there's still some birds that might be moving a little bit, right? Yeah, absolutely. I just wish May didn't go so quickly. We have two Mays each month. I know. and it's even, I want two. It's just, a, it's just like the perfect month, uh, the month of May. Um, but um, June isn't so bad. June isn't so bad, you know. And um, um, so we want to talk about some birds that we may have spilled over into the migration. But there's some warblers that we still are, are going to we are going to see. Uh, and they may have been here for a few days or a few weeks. But uh, we want to talk about some warblers. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's migration is, is coming to an end for sure. But there are still some birds passing through. So it's, it's not too late to see. Some of those species that may nest to the to the north of us up in Canada, um, or maybe up in the mountains. So, uh, you know, one bird I think of at the end of migration is the black pole warbler. So, black pole warblers is a uh, they nest up in the boreal forest. So, in Vermont, that would be up in the Northeast Kingdom, places like Moose Bog, and up on places like Mount Mansfield and Camel's Hump. So, up in the mountains, and then further north. Boreal forests of Canada is the, really the, the stronghold of black pole warbler, but they're still coming through in small numbers and certainly um, taking up residence on the nesting grounds in Vermont this time of year. So those people that like to, to hike and maybe go to the, the the higher peaks in Vermont as they you know pull off the trail and nest uh, and rest, they may they may see the black pole warbler, right? Yeah, they, you know, they might think they're seeing a chickadee at first. Uh, black pole refers to the, the black cap of the black pole warbler. Uh, they, they don't have the black bib of the chickadee. And, of course, the bill is a different shape. And, and they have a different kind of vibe than a black cap chickadee. But, uh, you know, first glance, oh, what's this bird with a black cap? And up in the mountains, it could be either the chickadee or the black pole warbler. Um, the males are very, very striking, you know, black streaking on the sides and the gray and black back. Um, very dashing bird. Always seem to be, at least uh, when they're nesting, associated with conifers, spruces, and firs. Uh, in migration, though, you could see them in a maple tree. Uh, so, you know, depending on the time of year, uh, you're either going to see them in the conifer forest up, up in the mountains of Vermont, but in migration... Yeah, you could get one in your backyard just about anywhere in the state. And they and they do look like a chickadee, except they don't. They've got a little more stripe, a little more striping, right? They're not as solid, right? Right. Yeah, more striping and and no black on the throat too. I guess they have a black stripe on the on the side of the throat. But, um, and you know they got these prominent white wing bars, uh, yellowish legs. That's, you know how we talk about birds changing plumage to, during fall migration, and the black pole does look very different in the fall. But one cool thing about the black pole warbler is its legs change color. The male black pole warbler has these yellowish legs, and 
by the fall, the legs are, are grayish, blackish, and just the soles of the feet are yellow on a black pole warbler in the fall. Mm. Kind of like my legs when I try to tan them in the summertime, they, they become this, you know, I don't tan, by the way, I just burn, so... Yeah. Um, so it's a little scary putting on shorts this time of year. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's it's a frightening uh, thing. But once I hit fifty, it really doesn't matter, right, Chip? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So who cares? <laughs> who cares? But the um, black pole warbler. Um, I do have the song here, but it may be hard for people to hear it because it's such a high pitch. I'm going to try it, uh, and, but it's a very very high pitch, so it may not come through all of your uh, devices. But listen here. Yeah, just very high pitch, um, a high pitch uh, sound from the uh, the black pole yeah. warbler. It's a series of of chip notes, but as you said, high pitched. Um, it's got this really magical sound, though. I love when I'm hiking up in up in the mountains, hearing the black pole warbler, hearing that sound. It's you know, it's just a series of of chip notes but it's got this shimmering quality i really enjoy hearing that song and and when you're hiking they can be really hard to see or if you drive up the toll road onto mount Mount mansfield you'll be in uh, the domain of the black pole warbler and they hear that song but not always easy to see because they're they're, they spend their time in these spruce fir trees uh where they're you know forging close to the trunk and not easy to see Mm. Listening to the uh, black pole warbler on For the Birds. What else might we see in the uh, beginning of June uh, as we're out and about, maybe on a hike? You know, the other species that are, um, you know, later migrants and also mountain species are Swainson's thrush. Heard one maybe a week ago or so, um, Colchester Pond, where they certainly don't nest. They're, they nest up, you know, probably. 2,500 feet up in the mountains. But I heard one singing that this beautiful ascending spirally song, very beautiful, ethereal song like other thrushes, uh, kind of consistently spirals up in pitch. So the Swainson's thrush is one you might bump into in migration at, at lower elevations during migration. Uh, and another bird that shares its habitat is yellow-bellied flycatcher. Mm. So the Swainson's thrush is one of our thrushes. Uh, you know, we've got the hermit thrush. We've got the veery. What else? Um, uh, wood thrush. Wood thrush. Bicknell's thrush. Bicknell's, yeah. Bicknell's thrush up on the very tops of the mountains. Yeah. Um, and we can't forget robin and bluebird are also thrushes as well. Yeah. Let's take a listen here to, um, we're going to take a listen to the um, Swainson's thrush, which is a very... Uh, beautiful sound. Here we go. It almost sounds like it's a combination of the of the robin and the thrush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has a kind of a a veery quality to it a little a little bit. You know, veeries their song goes down and hits veer 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 veer. Spainton's goes up and it kind of goes the opposite way. The one thing I, you know, 
birds when they're migrating are often singing. So I've heard Swainson's thrush singing at, at you know low elevations on a number of occasions. Um, you know, hormones are raging in these breeding birds, and even though they may not be on their nesting grounds per se or on territory, you can often hear them singing um, when they're migrating. Hmm. The Swainson's thrush. Yeah, I'd, I'd forgotten that the robin and the bluebird are also members of that family. So. Yeah, there's um, you know, solitaires. That's another one. We don't get solitaires in Vermont, really. It's a western species, but the solitaires are thrushes, too. So, yeah, it's a big family, very diverse. Uh, all of our thrushes look very, you know, very similar, um, brownish. But, you know, some are a little bit more orangey or warmer brown than others. Some have more spotting than others. But all kind of variations on a theme, you know, brown brownish backs spotted underparts but it kind of varies to what extent yeah good stuff so while the um, a lot of birds will have their first family or getting ready to probably over their first families right yeah right I think I've already seen goslings here in Vermont mm-hmm. um, kind of the used goslings I know I have in uh, other spots in New England but I think I saw some goslings here, here in Vermont already in yeah, robins, often by Memorial Day, robins have young uh, in the nest or even out of the nest, right? Yeah, good stuff. Oh, oh come on, Pepper. It's just a squirrel. It's just a squirrel. Shh. Gosh. We almost made, it, almost made it through the broadcast, but uh, all right. Breaking news. Calm down. All right. Everything will be fine. Okay, there. That's better. Okay, okay. Everyone's fine. Everyone's used to their cats and dogs now. So anyway, we have got to fly out of here for this weekend. Hope everyone has a wonderful weekend, the first weekend in June. Um, And uh, hope you get to see a thrush. Until next time, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. For the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Sweet, sweet, sweet.